Hello, Internet. Welcome to another episode of This on That. I am Mike Solari. I'm Chad Fogland. And we're here today to sit down with an old friend of Chad's. Josh McDermott. Uh, as you may know as Eugene on The Walking Dead, or from his comedy bits on comedy stuff. Or retired at 35. Our last comic standing and Robert Downey Jr. Jr. Oh, that's right. He was on an improv group with me. That's how I know him, everybody. Yeah. And it was great. He came down, sat down with us. Talked and about texting. Texting, which he was intense about and got really into it. And um, I think this was, it was interesting because we got it was more of our serious one of our serious conversations, but it was yeah. good. And after we were done, Josh then went into Meltdown Comics and bought his own action figure. Which was pretty awesome. <laughs> I have a picture of it. I'll post it on the Facebook for anyone. Uh, that reminds me. We have a Facebook, everybody. You should check oh. it out. Like us on Facebook. Uh, comment on what you... If there's anybody you want to see as a guest, that gives us ideas so we can reach out to them to get them on. And you can learn what they're fascinated about. Because uh, that's what the show is. This yeah. on that. So remember to go on iTunes, like, review us. Uh, subscribe. If you hate us, we'd love to know what we could change. Uh, just comment something. Uh, Chad, anything before we start this? I'm sorry, I was busy texting. Let's get on to the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I get these headphones, right? Yeah. <laughs> get the cans. Get the cans on. They, have, they yeah. fit in everyone okay? They fit in everyone okay? I have a large head. Uh, could I get the triple XL headphone? <laughs> That's my problem. That's my problem. I have a smaller head, so I usually have to cut it in half. You have to cut your head in half? or? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say my headphones in half, and then that came off like, yeah, my head. That's what it is. Perfect. Well, there you go, man. Well, it's a good thing we See, do this already, so often. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Bring in the comedy already. Look at me go. High-powered. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, look at me. This, these high-octane high laughs are just, they're, they're coming right at me. Oh, shut up, Mike. Fuck you, Chad. <laughs> uh, what, what, do, what was your topic? What yeah, did you want to talk about? We talk about one topic, so what are we talking about? Um, texting. 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 Is, this a, is this a topic that's been done before? No. Okay, so texting, but as it, uh, I mean, I guess we could we could speak very broadly about that, but just um, kind of more specifically how we are uh, so reliant on our phones yeah. and, um, and how that affects everything. And you know, obviously, you know, look, you need your phone to, if you have an iPhone or something like that or an Android, you need the internet every once in a while. I'm not talking about, the connection to your phones that way, but just how like texting and driving and all this. I don't want to like hit every subtopic on this right at the top, but no, that's, that's you know, let, let's just let this flow, I guess. Yeah, why yeah, why totally. am I limiting us? Because eventually we'll start talking, start talking about dogs being buried or something like that. I didn't mean to say that with your dog, you're present. Chad. Oh, no, that's fine. But you know, you he, get it. He doesn't understand. He's too busy texting on his phone anyway. Yeah, so texting. Texting. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because like, when so when, I mean when cell phones first were majorly popular, I guess it was when I first moved to L.A. like in 2001, mm-hmm. and so that was the first time I ever got a cell phone, and I remember getting it and going like, why the fuck do I need this? Like, I have a phone at home, right? Like I don't need that. Like I just didn't want to be connected as much. Right. And then, like the use of texting, like over the next five years that I did was like, oh this 
makes it a lot easier. I don't have to actually talk to anybody. Well, I just think it's funny how it, texting did evolve. It came in like, okay, you have, what is it, like a 100 messages per, like every, everything cost more. It was like with roaming charges yeah. and the way phones right. used to work. Yeah, but, there, it, it, well, it, to that point, like it's funny. When, I remember the first person who I ever found out had unlimited text. I was like, why? Yeah, why <laughs> was your problem? Yeah. Well, because it cost a lot of money. It, was, it wasn't like it just came with the phone. It... It was like something you had to pay extra for. I remember yeah. that, yeah. That's, nope. I, I just recently switched. I like, got rid of my AT&T and switched over to Verizon because I was trying to bundle my I'm sorry, is this a plug? Stuff. Is this yeah. a plug? No, I'm just saying that like... This I, on that, sponsored by Verizon. <laughs> Get off your fucking T-Mobile. <laughs> no, but uh, I had this like AT&T plan from like you know 12 years ago or whatever that had like this weird like unlimited data unlimited texting unlimited roaming and all this stuff a lot of stuff that it was part like i had this big bundled plan that like um, a lot of the things that doesn't even exist anymore like like and calling involved, out of state i was paying <laughs> i've been paying for like a lot of services that don't really like it's like yeah here's long distance is included and all this shit it's like that you don't even need that anymore it's like, yeah yeah, they they give you like unlimited minutes. It's yeah. like, I, when was the last time I made a phone call? Yeah, exactly. You know, I'd, it, it, it's, I think we're getting screwed on our cell phone plans. To be honest, yeah, they. I just mean, no confusing. one ever, nobody ever, unless you're, you know, you're that guy who then unlocks everything for everybody. Yeah, and it's like I made a YouTube video about all the hidden charges, and it's like, oh, thanks, man. I I knew we were getting screwed, but appreciate it. Well, everything's moving so much more to Wi-Fi now. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows if the cell towers are even going to matter in the future? Because like iMessages, like it took me forever to realize what the difference was on an iPhone. Like, why are some texts green and some are blue? And it was like, oh, it's always using the Wi-Fi to text people. And then sometimes you don't have Wi-Fi, it's, and then your phone asks you, do you want to send this as a text? And I always read it as sarcastic, like, do you want to, you sure you want to text somebody? Because everything seems to be moving, even more with, like, FaceTime. I have a guy in Japan who I've been working with for something, and he keeps FaceTime audioing me. And I'm like, I didn't even know anybody actually used this. He goes, oh, no, it's great. I don't have to pay for my phone while I'm out here. The Japanese are way ahead of us yeah. <laughs> on everything. But it's funny. Yeah, the cell phone towers are the only thing that's going to be left. Like, we're killing our planet, and we're all going to, like, move to Mars. And then in 300 years, we're going to come back to Earth, and there's going to be, like, 40 cell phone pine trees yeah. everywhere. Like, no other trees. And it's going to be like, Daddy, what are those? He's like, well... The Earth used to be covered in things like this, but they're not robotic like these are. Yeah. You know, <laughs> those in the, the those in the Wally trash skyscrapers. That's what's going to be left. Wally trash skyscraper. What or is from, that? From Wally. The oh yeah. Wally. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was. A, is that a, is that a plug? And we are sponsored yeah. by yeah. Disney and Pixar. <laughs> Everyone, go to ha- go, go, go go check out uh, Disneyland. I always called it Wall E. Yeah, Wall. You called it Wally, and then there's like. A parking, like a parking lot. Yeah, Wally World, or there's a parking lot down by the airport called Wally Park. Oh, Wally Express. Yeah. 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 So I was like, wait, what? They have a trash can? I don't know what's going on. I, you know, I don't like to text. I don't like to use my phone at all. And I find myself on it, you know, just I end up going to the same four apps, like just in a circle. Yeah. You know, once I get to the end of the fourth one, I go back to the first and just keep refreshing it. But, I'm really, I'm actively trying to put my phone down and not pick it up and not, and it, it pisses off my friends because they're mm. like, dude, you never respond. Or like, I'm in all these group text messages. Oh, well, yeah. Those, those are the are, worst those get, because those you can't get out of them. And there's it like, bu- buzzes all the time. There's 15 people in one message, but like, it's two or three people just doing a bit. 
yeah. at this point. They're just doing a comedic bit. And I'm like, this started with like, hey, should we meet for dinner at seven? And then now you guys are off on some tangent. And I, you know, I don't know. When you delete it, does it say like you left the conversation or can you do that? I don't know. I, I, I don't even know if you can leave the conversation because everybody's still texting you. Because your number's still in it, yeah. It's like you're at a party and everybody's having one conversation and you're just physically unable to leave that circle of the conversation. Yeah. It's, it's frustrating. I I know for a fact that like Daisy, my girlfriend, like she has, you know, she has all of her notifications on, which drive me fucking crazy. I turn them all it's off non-stop. whenever I get it. Yeah, yeah, because it's just it's like email, text message, like Facebook notification, tweet. Like it's just like it's just going off all the fucking time. Yeah. And she goes, "You never answer all your emails or like." And I'm like, "Yeah," because I turn off all my notifications on my phone. Like the I just have it ring and. A text message from you know important people or whatever. Otherwise, it's just silent and it just sits there. And it's a and then I look at it to be notified, and I don't need it to tell me when I need to look at it. Yeah, I put my phone down. Um, I want to say it was like mid November through like the end of January. <laughs> Literally, I mean, I used it to you know call a restaurant, and make a reservation, or yeah. whatever. Um, you know, I still did the internet, but it was on, on a, like a desktop or something mm-hmm. and it was, but it was very li- limited and I had so many text messages when I came back because, you know, we did the holidays around that time. So yeah. everyone, everyone in your, everyone you ever see all the time, they're going to tell you to your face, happy new year. But yeah. then like those people whose number you got seven years ago and you haven't talked to them, they're the ones who like crop up and yeah. say happy new year. And I'm yeah. Like, they uh, send a blast to like 20 people like, Hey, Merry yeah, Christmas. Stop it. Yeah. But it was great. It, you know, because I looked up from my phone and I was, you know, I didn't, I wasn't tied to it. I wasn't tethered and I I didn't miss anything. Yeah. I missed a New Year's text. You know what I mean? Like, and I just think as a society, we could put our phones down more. Oh, definitely. Stop texting. How many, how many stories are there too of people like texting while they're walking and then like run into something or like walk out into traffic or something? I feel like I read about that at least once a month. I did that this weekend. I was looking down at my phone and I thought I was walking towards an exit and I didn't and I walked right into a wall. (laughs) uh, No, I know it was bad, but I, I mean, like, it's not like I do that into ongoing traffic or while I'm driving. I make a, I don't know if either of you have seen that Werner Herzog documentary from one second to the next. It's on Netflix, and it's, like, the scariest movie ever. It's only 40 minutes long, and, like, anybody who ever watches it will never text while they drive ever again. It's just – it's just it's exactly what you'd expect. It's just horrible stories of, like, yeah. people texting while driving, and then shit happens. It's, yeah. it's, I don't even need to describe it. You you understand it. Yeah. You, you understand – no, you should describe it yeah. because, like, I, I understand it, and I'm, I still text when I drive sometimes. Yeah. Like – it's unfortunate because all of a sudden I'm trying to get better. It's a habit, you know, and I'm trying to get better at just pulling over to the side of the road and finishing a text. I did that the other day. I didn't realize I pulled into a valet stand <laughs> in front of a hotel and I just pulled over to finish a text and the guy comes over and opens my door and like I thought I was like getting carjacked. So I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? But he's like, and I was like, oh, I realized, you know, he had like a nice little outfit on and everything i was like oh no no no! i just need to text he's like oh take your time like he was totally cool with that and i it probably gave me a look at you know like a little wink like thanks for pulling over man yeah you know (laughs) but it's like we know the horrific stories yet we still text yeah and it's not just the death it's not just the physical injury or the harm that we can cause ourselves or others unfortunately it's I mean, driving around Los Angeles, everyone's 
driving and texting and like we're missing lights. Mm -hmm. It's already hard enough to get around this town. And now people are making the traffic even worse because they're just not paying attention. Yeah. And that's frustrating enough. Well, it's, I think it has to do with the fact that we've just become used to the way the world works. And what I mean by that is, okay, the fact that we're in a car is an insane idea. We're in a big thing of metal that is speeding along asphalt with other big speeding metal boxes at like 60 miles an hour. Um, and then on top, and if you explain that to somebody who didn't know what a car was, they'd be like, oh, that, that must be a high stress situation. I, I'm, you must have to be like razor focused all the time. And I think it's just where, as you grow up and you see like your parents driving and other stuff, you become numb to it as like it's the same thing as like putting on a shirt or uh, brushing your teeth or any other day to day thing that you would do. And so um, you immediately think like, oh, this is just like an autopilot thing I can do. And well, I think it's also like there's it's also like being car, uh, car, uh, I can't think of compartmentalized. The word. Yeah, compartmentalized like in your car, like in L.A., like I talked about some with a friend of mine about this, like the different, like classic difference between New York and LA, but like the fact that in New York, like you're forced to be dealing with people. If you're walking down the street or on the subway, like you're, you're with people, you're like, they're right there. You know, yeah. like you, you make eye contact without knowing it, but in LA, like you're in a car and how often do like, do you look like into other people's cars or you're just like, and I think there's a feeling of like being like, Oh, I'm, I'm alone. Like, I'm alone, so I can do whatever I want alone in this. Right. Because I'm not actually with other people. But you are traveling with other people. There's a whole, like, at any one time in L.A. when you're driving, like, on the interstate or something, you're with, like, 50 to 100 people just around you, but you just don't. It just doesn't feel like you're with anybody because you're, like, <laughs> you know, you, you got the windows up and you got your own music on or whatever the fuck you're doing. Yeah. So, I mean, aside from just, like, the overall uh, impact, texting has had in just like the like our everyday lives like how do you think it affects communication between people i feel like that's something to definitely address it's definitely shortened or well, yeah there's a text talk it's text talk like but whatever, there's like when they you, like uh all, all like lol and all those kind i'm not of even things. talking about like shortening the amount that we do i'm just saying like how it's impacted like everyday human interaction like I don't know if you saw the no, lady. I I I know what you're saying because I I have like like teenage nieces and they'll they'll text me sometimes, and it'll just be like a random thing of letters and numbers and I don't like I don't know the code or whatever like and then I'll, I'll be like what, and then they'll text out the long form of it. So it's like they're sending me two texts to get to, so I can answer one question because I can't. I'm even talking bypassing the idea of the phone, like calling somebody. I'm saying like the way my communication with you, for instance, to confirm uh, this. I don't understand what you're talking about. Well, I, I, I'm explaining it. <laughs> to confirm this recording, I texted you and I said, uh, is Josh all good to record? And you said, yeah. And I went, okay, so I guess I'll see you tomorrow. This was, this was all just written down as opposed to calling you, hearing your voice, and saying, hey, Chad, how's it going? Oh, good. Are, is Josh still on? I don't know. I, 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 did you hear from him? And I, from there, it could have evolved into a dialogue. Well, I can clear this up real quick. That's because I don't like you. Oh. Yeah, so oh. as little communication I can have with you as possible. This is the real reason I'm here, <laughs> is to be the mediator. Um, 
Yeah, it's. I w- I I wish we would pick up the phone, and just call. Like mm-hmm. you you should have called Chad. <laughs> but I think there's sometimes I think well they're busy or yeah. what if they're in a meeting or whatever. But like most well, of the people I text are not that busy. Mm-hmm. But I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. But really, just pick up the phone, and it's like they could either answer the call or not, and then they can decide to text back or not. But at least you're talking. At least yeah. you are like having you're trying to have a human interaction. I think somebody who's like hit the nail on the head on how like the tech texting itself has changed the way we communicate as people versus like ten years ago. Uh, if you listen to like the latest Aziz Ansari like like comedy special, he does this thing where he's like, if you had plans to go out with Jim at the club and you were gonna be there at seven and you called each other and said, okay, we'll be there at seven, you hung up the phone, you would be there at seven. There'd be no other way to get in touch with him. What would you page him? Would you? What would you do? And if he wasn't there, you couldn't, because the way it happens is like you're always gonna be like, oh, I'm late. I'm, I'll be there later. See you then. Like you're always able to find somebody, mm-hmm. which I guess is a good thing in the long, long run. Like you're not gonna like you don't if you don't know where somebody was and you only had landlines or pay phones and pagers, it'd be d- way difficult to find somebody. But we made it work all those years before texting happened. I'm just saying. No, you're right. No, you're right. You're <laughs> definitely right. Uh, I mean, if I were to play a little devil's advocate here, like for pro texting, I would say like there is an element of of like it's it it's the convenience aspect of it, which I'm sure is why it's become so popular with it. It's like you don't like if you're at a busy place or it's loud or a restaurant or something and you just want to like tell people where you're at or something. It's easy to just shoot like we're in the back or whatever instead of calling them and then trying to like step away from the loud noise or whatever. But. I do feel like you guys are right. Like you, you, it's better to hear someone's voice and like talk to them. I mean, like I know that I don't know how many text messages I have sent or received that I did not like. I misconceived as being like either angry or like we're joking when they weren't joking or were like I just didn't. I like I it threw me into like a different mind frame just because like what? Like I know my girlfriend once sent me a, a joking text message that said like we were robbed and i thought <laughs> i thought she was serious and i just happened to be in a place where i was like uh not like really i was like at work or something and there, i was in the middle of a meeting and like i got a text that said we were robbed and i know and i realized later on that she was joking because there was like she brought home some cookies and i ate them before i left for work or whatever and so she was saying that but yeah, I, I just I excused myself from the meeting. I was like, oh shit, I think I've been robbed. I gotta go. I'm sorry. And then I go, <laughs> go I, like call her, and it was just like this big hold to do. And it was like, well, <laughs> I mean, and then of course we got into a fight because she was like, you never listen to me. It's like, well, you never <laughs> call. <laughs> this time I did, and I had to leave yeah, a meeting. Exactly. <laughs> I I there's misconceptions in text all the time, and I have a friend that face to face we have no problem communicating, but over text we have a uh, like a miscommunication. Yeah. I'm very dry and sarcastic. So everything I say to her face, she gets, she understands. Everything I say in text, she's not expecting the dry. Mm-hmm. So she's like, he's mad at me. Or I say something sarcastic. It's like, oh my gosh, what's, why, why is he upset? What she does in return, because she's very funny, she, <laughs> everything will be with an LOL. Yeah. Or like the laughy cry face emoji. And like in all this stuff where it's like in my mind, I'm like, well, I know you're funny. Like and I and we're actually having like a light conversation and you're just saying things I get jokes, but she doesn't get anything I'm saying because the tone is missing within the text. And we had an issue 
where um, we were in a, in a public gathering and, and I made a joke out loud, like she was saying something to the group. And then I made a joke, but she didn't hear my joke, but everyone laughed. She heard me say something, didn't know what it was. Everyone laughed and she thought I was making fun of her, but I was just making a joke, yeah. you know, randomly. And so then there was like this look of confusion on her face. So I text her later. I'm like, hey, you know, I was just joking about that. She's like, oh, I know, blah, blah, blah. So-and-so explained it. Great. This and that. She was What she was doing is she was talking about, um, she was congratulating someone who was getting married. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, and I just think it's so great that you guys are getting married and blah, blah, blah. So what I started saying in the text was, you know, that's your problem. That's your fatal flaw, fatal character flaw is that you're such a good person. You had to go and congratulate those people. <laughs> Obvious joke, right? Yeah. She did not know I was joking. <laughs> All she saw was me calling her out on a character flaw. Mm-hmm. That's or what she thought. And we just had, we, and so everything coming back to me was then, you know, like laced with venom. And I was like, what is going, is, okay, now I don't know if she's joking because she's not putting the LOL now. And there was just like whole miscommunication where finally we just had to pick up the phone and hash it out. Well, that's the thing. Like, there's also, People have this weird thing about nowadays about phone calls. And the idea is like like I always prefer to call people. I'll call people all the time. I'm from the East Coast originally, and so a lot of people I know Gross. are back there. Whatever. Anyways, uh they and so I, I if I'm gonna try and reconnect with somebody, I'm not gonna wanna just like text them, I'll talk to them. Yeah. And everyone else is totally not on the same like like phone calling thing train yeah that that, that thing <laughs> phone uh, call train <laughs> phone call train uh so my my whole thing is I'll call them they won't answer they'll text me they're like oh so wh- why aren't you just texting me uh like they, it's it's no one's ready to have these phone calls no one wants to have phone calls anymore it seems like even smaller and smaller uh the windows are where people are willing to even talk to you on the phone or maybe just I don't have good friends. Like that's also the other the other uh, solution. It just seems like all the things that I want. I, I I do prefer to speak on the phone. I do prefer more face to face interactions than I would texting or shooting somebody an email mm-hmm. or something like that. But I think we are moving toward. I mean, you said you know that window's closing, but I'm starting to hear and see more people pick up get a flip phone yeah or something that limits their texting capability limits their time that they're able to spend on the internet they still have flip phones yeah yeah they do they really do man and like my well you know clinton pickens yeah uh just destroyed his iphone as as people do like the cracked screen and this and that and he's got to wait like six months before his contract's up to get a new phone otherwise he's got to come out of pocket and all this stuff and he's like well i just have an old flip phone i'm just gonna put the sim card in there i was like what but it's actually a great. It's going to be a great transition yeah. for Clinton because he already took Safari off of his iPhone mm-hmm. and he took a bunch of the apps off because he figured out it was a time waste for him. But he's going to be. He's limiting himself on how he can communicate through text now with the flip phone. Yeah. But that that's probably going to be a great thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to be able to do picture messages. I mean, I got friends that send me oh yeah just emojis. memes and emojis yeah. all the time, and it's just like my mom does that all the time. Or she'll my sister showed her how to send. Uh, gifts uh all the time to and so she sends me stuff and i go would you stop sending me these things she's like but i want you to know how this is funny see and look it says i love you and i'm like i love you too mom but like it's okay you don't need to send me all these pictures and all these like dancing things and well my family got like there's this app group me which is 
like some of my improv teams have used it as a as a way of like like oh we can just all communicate and then you don't have to like see it whatever but then my my mom figured it out and like got uh, made like a family group me and mm. so like every day i wake up and there's like 17 20 messages and it's just mm-hmm. my sister like here's a video of of like uh you know my niece running around and then my dad like making a joke about football or something and then like my brother-in-law sending some weird uh gift on it it's just like just scrolling through all these just random. And how often do you get quizzed on that stuff? Did you see that picture yeah. of me throwing a frisbee to a dog? Did you, like, did you see no. Hayden doing that? Yeah, it's just like, like they don't ever bring it up, so yeah. you just totally ignore it. Exactly. I ignore most. I mean, we were talking about the group messages. Like I, ignore, I'm, I'm in some with just four people, mm-hmm. so that that's harder to ignore than it is with fifteen. Yeah. But I still manage to do it, or I'll check in <laughs> four days later and say, "Oh yeah, great, awesome." Well, mm-hmm. it's also hard to discern what's important from the nonsense, probably. If it's in a conversation with me, it's probably all nonsense, <laughs> honestly. But I, you know, I don't know. I'm just done. I'm done. I want to put, I so I put my phone down from, no, you know, middle of November through the end of January, and I want to do it again. I'm just tired. Did, did something, like, happen to you that just, be, like, I feel like you feel so exhausted about, like, the texting culture? Was there any one specific incident or whatever where you just finally threw in that towel and was just... Well, I'm completely over it. There wasn't one incident, but it's just it's incident after incident. Even mm-hmm. driving over here, it, what I do is, you know, because look, if you're sitting at a light to turn left and the arrow's on and, uh, you know, the person in the front's not going, they're probably on their phone, Yep. you know? And so then you'll get like three seconds and then people start honking and this and that. Well, obviously I'll do that, but sometimes if I see someone looking down, I'll still honk at them even if I'm coming the other way. Like, I, I give them a honk, like a don't do it. Or I drive up the freeway, and people are on their phone, and they're just up and down with their head up yeah. and down. And I'll honk at them, and I'll just do, like, point at my eyes, and then, you know, go, st- you look straight forward. Like, I'm like a father. I'm, like, yelling at people. But it's, like, it's it's happening more and more now where I'm just, like, sick and tired of it. People, well, this is, no, nah, never mind. No, go on. Yeah, well, say no, people, on. It, people just need to be in more accidents. Well, I mean, not not in a bad way, but like, here's the thing. I so I wasn't texting, but there was a taco shop that opened up by my house, and I was driving, and I was like, it was off to the right, and I'm like looking to the right, I'm like, oh, there's a taco shop. I didn't know when that opened, and I slammed into the back of someone because they had stopped because I just took my eyes off the road for a second and a half, right? Yeah. No one got hurt, thankfully, but it may it that honestly that may have been the incident. Yeah. That may have been the incident, Mike. Too. You were just reminded that if your eyes are off the road, then your shit eyes goes are off down. the road. It's not just taxing, but if your eyes are off the road, then you know th- bad things can happen. All- so when I say you know people should be more accidents, I, I try to want I want to be sensitive to the people who have lost you know a loved one uh, in a in a fatal accident like that because it's traumatic and it's very upsetting. It pisses me off, but. You know, if more people would just, you know, get their fender, get in a little fender bender or something. Yeah, yeah but I think maybe it, I think it has to happen specifically to a person. Like you could hear story after story, and there are still people that will still do things that yeah. they know are bad for them, unless it's like specific to them. It's hard for them to get to the frame of reference to always remember it. And uh, either that, or I guess, uh, ta- well, t- tacos or taco stands are just as dangerous as uh, texting. Well, I know for shop. a fact that like. Because Daisy used to transcribe um, at, uh, accident reports for an insurance company, and you, so she would hear both um, sides sides of it, right? And the first question they always ask in these uh, breakdowns is, "Were you on your cell phone?" 
were the was the other person on their cell phone. And nine times out of ten, the person answering was like, I wasn't on my cell phone, but they were on their cell phone. And then the reverse is, I wasn't on my cell phone, they were on their cell phone. It's yeah. like it there is it's um it's almost like like we everyone knows they shouldn't be on it, right? Right. Everyone so they 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 lie to like, oh no, I wasn't on it. Yeah. It's almost maybe like <laughs> there should just be like you know how uh, insurance breaks down. It's like uh, there's liability. You know, you just cover your own car, and then you have to like the more expensive your car is, like the more you, like there's certain like perks Le- or whatever. Yeah. There should almost be like another thing where it's like, well, do you want cell phone insurance? And I was like, what's that? It's like, well, if you get an accident when you're on your cell phone, then you know your rates won't go up, but it's an extra three thousand dollars or something like. Crazy. I mean that. So it's like it, I'll it be makes honest. You go with, like, don't do it. I'll be honest with you. Uh, from reading Freakonomics, I feel like that incentive people would be like. Oh well, then it's okay for me to be myself. That's I'm true. Paying That's for true. It. Good point. You're right. That's that <laughs> yeah. probably would. That you're yeah. Mm, ah. Wrong. There has to be. There will be somebody who corrects the cell phone texting injustice. Well, there is. There's those. Um, there are certain cell phones that like they they lock when they're moving a certain speed or something. Like it's for teenagers. Yeah, I've heard that they've tried to develop yeah, that yeah. more and more. Well, even like the... Waze will know if you're driving and will say, "Hey, are you a passenger?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but even that, it's like, well, yes, I am as you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, driving. Yeah, click it. But yeah, the um, seatbelts, they're mm-hmm. trying to do the same thing where, like, you know, for kids, like, they won't allow you to turn the radio on until the seatbelt's in because yeah. it's like kids want to listen to the radio while they're driving. But so I got into my friend's car the other day and he's got like a, a sensor in his seat that like it's very light. So even if he's just like resting his hand on it while he drives in, in the passenger seat, it thinks someone's in the seat and then it says, put the seatbelt on. And it's so sensitive. Like I think he throws like his cell phone on there and it still uh, goes off. So he just buckles the seatbelt there <laughs> and just drives around like that. But that's all these kids are going to do. Like they're all they're going to do to listen to the radio. They're, it's not necessarily, you know, some of them will and that's great. But you know there's people that are just going to buckle the seatbelt yeah. even though no one's in it. And that's going to be the same thing with, with any sort of texting incentive like that as well. You and know, it's going to be a video life hack. Hey, guys. It's Ryan and Kelly. Hey, guys. It's Ryan and Kelly. <laughs> From the Hellmouthy Podcast, do you want to watch Buffy either again or for the first time ever and talk about it with us? <laughs> You'll be doing talking by yourself, but we'll be talking. Check out the Hellmouthy Podcast on Nerdist School Network. Listen to it. Okay, let's try it one more time. <laughs> you know what always bothers me that I always see see people driving around? They wear, like, the iPhone earbud in their ear while they drive. And they can't be listening to music. I feel like that doesn't make sense. They must they might be talking on the phone. Maybe on the phone. Well, I get that. But then, but, like, they have both earbuds in, and so you can't hear what's going on. And why don't you just put the phone on speaker? Like, you can't just... Uh, or or some, uh, there's got to be something better. I see it all the time. Is they always have like the buds in. Uh-huh. It's it's just weird to me. I, I ever I see people driving like that. Like, well, yeah. they they just passed a law in California, and I don't know if it started January first or if it's going to start in July. I think it already started, but you can only have one earbud in when you're driving oh, because yeah. you have to have the other free to hear emergency vehicles or whatever. Um, but you know, I didn't have Bluetooth in my car, and so I was doing that all the time. And when when both earpieces are in, you can hear the phone call so much better than a lot, you know, a truck driving by and all of a sudden there's feedback and weird when it's on a on a um, speaker. Because I used to put it on speaker and then if I didn't have my headphones, I'd put it in a pocket in mm-hmm. my shirt or I'd like attach it to try and like 
slide it in my seatbelt yeah so that i could hear it but it doesn't always work that way mm. but you know honestly they even say that if you're on your phone while you're driving just like with the earbuds that's still distracted driving and it's like worse than drunk driving yeah there, yeah they did there was a there was a study that was like they uh like they there was like they had a pool of people who uh, were talking on the phone and then a pool of people who were texting and then a, like a pool of drunk people like driving like a course or something yeah and it was the the drunk people almost were just as good a drivers as like the people texting. Well, it's kind of has to do like with focus. Was... That has to do with focus. You have to think like if you're a drunk person, especially in that type of scenario, they're saying, "Okay, we want you to do this track." So you have like a job to do, and I'd imagine a drunk person driving a car doesn't want to get pulled over by a cop, so they're going right. to focus to try to. Well, that's what happens a lot of times. A lot of cops will look for people who drive are driving five miles on the speed limit and like really being careful late at night on like. Yeah, Fridays I've gotten pulled over for doing that because they think that they're like overcompensating for the fact that they've had alcohol in their system. I was on a road one time and I was that I had gotten pulled over for speeding, so I went, "Oh, I know cops are on this road. I might as well slow down a bit." Slow down a bit. A cop pulled me over. They're like, "You're driving a little slow." Uh, and I'm like, "Yeah, you pulled me over for speeding." <laughs> yeah. Cops, man, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> cops. There's a, like a lynch mob mentality that I think I feel like our society has right now, where we're like, smoking's bad. Let's go get them. Yeah. And then we all, you know, then we outlaw smoking, and then like, this is bad. Come on, everyone. And we and we're just like bouncing around and taking care of things. But and we now haven't... it's now it's guns. <sighs> oh God, right? But we just haven't done anything about the texting. Yeah. And it's you know, I, I just wish we would. What's it's like? We'll get it's... there. We'll get there. Well, it's, it's a thing where it's, like, too many people, like, justified in their head, like, why they do it. Like, well, but I, you know, I only have a certain amount of time during the day. And, like, if I'm driving somewhere, like, you know, uh, it's a kind of a waste of time if I don't try to take care of some kind of business or some shit. voice dictation, too. Like, yeah. Can... yeah, but it's not that great. Well, no, but I think someone knows when you've, you've dictated through your voice that it's... Uh... You know the, the 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 misspellings and the the weird things. I think I even was telling when I was texting you. I said I'm parking, but it, it said it said P capital P capital R K I N G. Yeah, perking. <laughs> and I don't know why. And I did that on my voice text because I don't want to text and drive. Mm-hmm. But um, but you got it. You understood yeah. it, and you weren't like. Hey asshole, it's called parking. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> well, I almost no, no, no. I yeah, no, I got it. Perfect yeah. grammar in every text well, message I, mean, I get. Well, but let's from say you. like even autocorrect like screws up stuff sometimes. Like, there. I mean, I would admit I have texted and drive. Uh, I'm sorry, but like there, the reason I kind of stopped doing it within the last six months is because I would try to be like text something and it would be the it would send the wrong thing, and it's like, well, fuck it, now I, I have to send another text to explain what I just said. Yeah. So I'm just like, no, fuck it, done. Like, I just don't do it when I drive now, because it's just like, it's it's making me do more text than I need to do. This conversation has opened my eyes in the sense that somebody's going to make a fortune solving this, this whole texting problem, this whole texting while driving problem, this uh, auto... There's going to be one end-all thing that cures... Like, I don't know if it's auto-dictation. I don't know if it's something. There's going to be somebody way smarter than me and probably Chad that can solve. But it will not build. Me. Well, I don't know you well <laughs> enough. Not I don't know you well enough to I say. I felt like uh, we, you got I was a giving you the benefit of the doubt. I'm pretty smart. I thought Chad yeah. set you up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
very heady. I always send Mike uh, the guests SIT scores and like you SIT. As I see, that's why. I, okay, sits, I'll take it back. See, that's why someone smarter than me. I don't know. <laughs> No, but like once somebody sees like, oh, hey, we have found a way to make it safer. It feels like a no brainer that somebody will adopt that. And everyone will be OK with it, because it's like you said, with the what, what, what people came on and attacked the, the, sm the smoking industry. And it took a long time to get there, even from like all the shit that Russell Crowe did. And uh, that was an insider joke. Uh, for everybody who likes. Okay, thank you. Yeah, oh, yeah I was yeah, like, yeah. what did Russell Crowe do now? Uh, but, I think you are, I think he or was like, in Wally. Uh, but from everything from like, I don't know, however, however long we've been smoking cigarettes since forever, and and people still do it, and people still do it, and even though they know it's ultimately bad for you, they cause cancer, they take away life. This is this has been the overall message of the podcast: don't smoke, people. Well, I mean, no matter what kind of law you put out there or anything about any kind of thing, like let's just say texting and driving for specifics, like there's going to – the human – humans are just like – there's going to be a group of them are like, fuck that. No one tells me what to do. Yeah. I'm going to fucking do this anyway. And it's, it's like, not dude, even about anti-authority. It's just yeah. that they still want to do it. Mm -hmm. Well, the the whole you know anti-smoking thing, obviously there are health issues associated yeah. with it, but I think – they came out, you know, everyone comes out against it and like stands firm together because it's like, well, it's affecting me too. Mm -hmm. I don't smoke, but your smoking's affecting me. So go kill yourself. I don't care, but you're just not going to do it in a restaurant or you're not going to do it around my kids and that sort of thing. And so I think everyone would prefer other people not to smoke anytime because it's just not, it's just not great for you, mm -hmm. obviously. But there's a lot of things that aren't great for you that we still do. But if we adopt that for the texting, you texting and driving is not great for me, mm -mm. so you need to stop it. So it's I mean, not I, great for when my kids decide that they want to drive. Yeah, and I, you know, I rode around in an Uber, and the guy yeah. was like, you know, he wasn't texting, but he was on the on his. Uh, he had two GPS, as most Uber drivers do. They have the Uber GPS, and then they have like their own personal because a yeah. lot of times that's better. And so they, he had one running on a little screen up on his dashboard, but he had his phone in his hand, and he was, like, looking up and down. And it's like, that's not safe for me, man. Yeah. When my dad was teaching me how to drive, he basically said, listen, every single person, I mean every single person, you have to assume that they're, st they're just dumb. They're the stupidest person, like, behind the wheel of a car, and you should treat them all ex thusly. Yeah. And I do. Well, they Thanks, say you And you're still always. here. I'm still here. <laughs> new Thanks, record. Dad. You're alive another day, a new record. Yeah. Well, they say you should drive defensively, not offensively, right? Like you should always be try to be aware of everyone around you, and if you're texting and driving, you're not. Uh, offense is more exciting. <laughs> oh, that's a football joke. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think it's in any sports joke. <laughs> I don't know. Tennis. Does it work for tennis? Uh, do we have any like final thoughts on this whole texting phenom? High diving. It doesn't work for high diving. Oh well. There's no there's no defense or offense. <laughs> but I feel like the the water is the defense. <laughs> I guess it does push back, right? <laughs> and if and if and if you're on offense or if you're gonna be offensive, yeah. you're going uh, after that water. You're gonna yeah. give it everything you, you got. Put a, a bigger bulls in your pants and jump in that water. Cannonball. <laughs> I think that's our final thought. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the way we always end our show is we do this thing called a suggest this. We like to give a little suggestion to our listeners from us to them. 
as a way that they can better their lives. It doesn't have to be on topic. It could be literally anything. Could be, Chad likes to throw a lot of words of wisdom at people. I like to throw a lot of movie suggestions. It could be a book you read or maybe an article you just read or a TV show you anything you, you of interest watching or anything. And I mean, we can go first if you want to think of something. No, I got one. Um, it's something I've been trying to do and it's been working great is thought stopping. Um, I have a tendency to go down rabbit holes with mm-hmm. my thoughts. And uh, and I always know early on, I'm like, mm, I shouldn't go here. And then I'm like, let's screw it, you know, because one thing leads to this thing. And then yeah. oh, if this happens, and it's all stuff that doesn't exist. But it's like, if this happens, then that's going to happen. And then I'm screwed. And then this will happen. You know, that's what I do. But and I'm, this would be great if I were wearing it today. But I've been wearing a rubber band. And it was suggested to me that the moment you realize, like, oh, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole, just take the rubber band and snap your wrist. And that's a negative reminder to stop that thought. Yeah. And stop what you're doing. And it's been working great. It's honestly working so great that I'm, that's really the reason I'm not wearing the rubber band right now because I wasn't having to do it as much. I have heard people doing that before with the rubber band with like a negative habit. Like, that's, yeah. That's, that's a, it's worked for, that's uh, a very good thing that works for a lot of people. I've definitely been thinking a lot in terms of like how much time we as like human beings, we just waste throughout any given day doing stuff like going down unnecessary, uh, digression or or something and i just think about like how much more productive i would be if i was just like just a little bit more focused and that's that that's really interesting yeah just give it a shot man yeah mike oh as a suggestion uh it's currently it's a movie it's currently on video on demand and some and some theaters i saw this great movie uh it's a romance movie called jane wants a boyfriend uh-huh. and it's about this girl and she's she plays Malin Ackerman's uh, sister on Billions, so I, I don't know her name. That's my only reference point. But she uh, she's this girl, this like twenty five year old girl with Aspergers, who's just obsessed with like old forties romance movies. And she's a costume designer, and her sister's played by Elijah Dishku, and that tries to help her like have a romance. And she meets this guy, and he has to like learn like, oh shit, she has Aspergers, and it starts. To, it's really charming. It's really is. Mm. I, I just really liked it, and I dug it a lot. Jane so I, wants a boyfriend. Yeah, I, I check out Jane wants a boyfriend. It oh, was nice. Re- really interesting. Super cool. Uh, I recently, well, it was just like this last weekend, just uh, of. One of my improv groups, they one of the guys booked us a show up in San Luis Obispo. And I've never even heard of that. Oh, it's up like near Morro Bay. They call it Slow. Slow, yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, and wait, is this an improv group I'm a part? I was a part of. No, no. This oh, is, is a different this, one. This is one here at Nerdist School. Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, because I'm not going to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, it was this Saturday. I love San Luis Obispo, but I'm not going to go. Yeah. Uh, but I went up there and like they asked me to teach a workshop. And so I taught like an improv workshop. And and then like uh, I was there. They, they pushed the show back. For, it was we were supposed to perform at 7 p.m. And then it got pushed to 8. Then it got pushed to 9. Then it got pushed to 10. And I had to be back. So I wasn't spending the night. So I had to. It was, it's like a three and a half hour drive, three hour drive. The three and a half hour drive up there, and then another three hour drive back. Mm. And you texted the whole time. No, yeah, well, I did not text, but I, but like I basically told the group, I was like, I don't, th- I'll do the workshop because the workshop was like from four to seven, and then I'm gonna drive home because I don't, this, I'm too fucking old to like stay out that late. 
But I had such a good time on the workshop, and then like the students were like, "Oh yeah, just stay and like do the show." And I was like, oh, "Fuck!" I was like, "All right, I'll do the show." So they did the show, and then they're like, "Will you watch our show before your show and give us notes afterwards?" So it just kept getting pushed back to the point where I didn't leave until twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning, and so I didn't get home until like five. Gee. And but there was a part of me that was like, "Oh, I hate this. I hate this so much." But then on the drive back, I was going on the one, and we were. Like, it's uh, just south of, uh, like, in between L.A. and Slow. And uh, the moon was, like, right on the water of the ocean. And it was just, you know, it's dark. And, like, there's no one else on the road. And then just gave me, like, a re- I was like, oh, this was, this was actually something that I kind of was resistant to do. And then I kind of made myself do this. But it was actually kind of fun to just be, like, just get away from everything. And, like, even though it's, like, really late at night. And I probably won't do this again for a long time. <laughs> like, take, spend this much time on one fucking thing. It was great to get out of town. It was a little gift. Yeah, it was like a, it, it was a it was an enjoyable thing to happen that I wouldn't have known if I wouldn't have happened if I like left earlier. If I just was like, fuck it, I don't want to do that because it's too much work. But if I if I could say something, yeah. if I could say another thing, no. just based off of what Chad said, yeah. <laughs> never underestimate the power of no. Yeah, just say no, man. I say no all the time. It feels great. (laughs) Feels just as good as you see in that moon. I feel like I feel like the suggestion then really is like say no as much as often as you want, but then like maybe once every three years say yes. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think that's how I ended up here today. (laughs) I said yes eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. You know, like you do. I will say this in favor of saying yes. Even though you probably were exhausted and you kind of fought with yourself about staying there, uh, you did feel a sense of accomplishment. And I feel like it's all those little things. Uh, you fe- once you feel like you've done something or or given your energy to something, I think in hindsight that like those me- memory of oh yeah I did that is is kind of worth the little bit of annoying pain or tiredness or whatever that you will or the drive of a three-hour drive like oh yeah yeah that's worth it yeah it could be worth it i mean you never look i I, (laughs) i'm just saying never underestimate the power of no yeah i mean sometimes it's nice just to say no and like it because you you could have had plenty of rest but you know what i do i like i I go on a walk every morning Mm -hmm. and i see the sunrise man a lot of people see the sunset i see the sunset some days but like not many people see the sunrise and it's like wow that's really cool. It's funny you and so it's like all of a sudden, you know, you got to see the moon. You got to see something and experience something. Yeah. That I like I understand that, you know, that not many people are seeing in that moment. So that's really cool that you got got to experience it. It's funny you mention that because like I have to get up early every day to go to work. So usually I'm up right when the sunrises happen. So I always see the sunrise too. And then if like I know a lot of people post pictures of the sunset in LA and stuff like that. And yeah. it's just like yeah, but they the, do. The sun rises too. You know, it's like the sun. The sunrise is amazing. It's just as beautiful. As and people, the people are up during the sunrise. They're having yeah. coffee. They're making breakfast. But like, they I'm, I'm outside. Yeah. watching the sunrise. That's pretty incredible. I've been wanting to start because people have been telling me it's healthy for me. Is that or just people in general? Uh, is to start like meditating or get used to meditating. Oh, yeah. So part of me wants to go out really early in the morning, just sit in the grass and meditate and let the sun rise. And then I always remember I like sleep, and then I don't do it. That's just as good for your mind, though. Yeah. So that's me saying no. That's me saying there no to go. myself. You're saying um, no, but you're saying yes to sleep. Chad, do you have anything going on that you want to plug? Does Robert Downey Jr. Jr. have any more shows coming up? Because I didn't. No, I I think we're pretty much done. Are we forever. done? I think so. Well, 
there is a there's a show coming up, but I think it's it's like a it's um it's that I don't know uh, no we don't need to get into it. <laughs> but let's just let's say it's over. I just saw you posted it on Facebook that like we're back. No, that I was think, like I've, one night, right? Yeah, I think I think that was me sharing a post <laughs> about it. But yeah, no, I mean. Uh, okay, fine. Then, do you have anything to plug about yourself? Well, I mean, you come to the Nerdist School. I mean, I, I'm on a house oh, team. Oh, hey, there. where is that? It's right here where we're fucking at. Like. Oh, oh, right, right next to Meltdown <laughs> Comics on Sunday. Yeah, I'm on a team here. We perform every Sunday, so uh, yeah, come check us out. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Right, Trevor. Yeah. Trevor's the technician. We never mentioned his name. <laughs> oh, Trevor. Trevor's a good guy. What's your what's your what's your uh, Twitter handle? Do you tweet a lot? Uh, yeah, I tweet for my podcast more than I do myself. Oh, what's your podcast? Uh, Go listen to Podcast of Two Worlds. There you go. Got it. Speaking of Twitter, Chad, are you on Twitter? Uh, yeah, at Chad Fogelin. Oh, you sounded really bad, upset about that. Well, no, I mean, I do stuff. I've realized that I've, I have to force myself to tweet like once a day sometimes. I, I See, like, I don't. I don't tweet. Uh, and how great and that's do you why feel? I feel? Yeah, I, I feel great. I feel <laughs> absolutely great. And for following my my not tweeting, you guys can check me out at M Solari. And uh, Josh, you got anything going on that you want to plug at all? Um, <laughs> no. You don't have to. That, I, I, you felt like, I feel like that was a very tall, like tall order. It wasn't. Well, I was just like, oh, what do I have to plug? Robert uh, Downey Jr. Jr. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna plug. Um, Non-existent an improv, improv groups. An improv group that I'm not in anymore. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, I still love you guys, but. Well, I'm not yeah. in it either. I broke it up. Remember? <laughs> no, I was not. I was not in the group at the time. That's true. I left. You were. You were wise enough I to leave like early. I left like two years ago, man. Yeah. I left two years ago. Okay, so um, no, 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 no more defunct improv <laughs> groups. Whoa. That's a dog. That's Chad's dog. I will plug. I'll plug my uh, social media. I guess. Okay. I'm follow at, follow Josh. At, I'm at Josh McDermott. M C D E R M I T T. That is on Twitter. That is on Instagram and the Josh McDermott at Facebook. Look at that. All right, guys. Uh, have a good one. Thanks for coming by, Josh. Thanks for yeah. having me. I feel like everybody got very, like, it's in the middle of the day on a Monday, but I feel like everybody just got more tired as that I podcast went I just ate lunch. On. I just ate lunch, and then it, like, it hit me right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdischool.com.